1: The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge building voice in the nation's capital.
3: Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your smartphone or computer, watching me on uh, my Facebook page, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, 105.1 FM, WAVA. This is a call-in talk show. I am your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. And the way we normally roll, if you know it, you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game, and that's what today is. It's Open Phone-in Friday. That means today's show is all about you. So what do you want to talk about? What's on your heart? Maybe you have a question for me as a pastor, as a man, as a husband, as a a brother in the Lord, uh, maybe in the area of business or education, uh, whatever it may be, if I can help uh, move you along and build a bridge from where you are to where you need to go, I'm here to serve you today. If I can pray for you in any way, I'm here to serve you today or just speak a word into your life or from the word of God. I can assist you today, and of course you can ask me any question, because I can address any question. I can't answer any question, which is totally different, but we know the one who has all the answers, and we've got the good book right here, uh, so uh, I think we're in pretty good stead, not to mention so many other wise listeners. So uh, get in where you fit in now. Give me a call. Uh, we have a, a short hour together. It is the first hour of Rush Hour out of the nation's capital WAVA is here out of Arlington, Virginia, my church where I pastor is up near Baltimore, Maryland, and Columbia. And so uh, you know, we have a large footprint covering all of Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia, and Maryland, all the way out to the eastern shore, not to mention parts of West Virginia and uh, Pennsylvania as well. Well, let me give you my phone number and say a prayer, and then we'll get started. My number is 888 432 7434. That's my number. Do you have a question for me? You have a question uh, or a comment? Give me a call 888 432 7434. Or uh, just remember the word bridge 888 bridge. We talk about race, we talk about religion. And we talk about relationships, and we try to build a bridge in those separate areas or different areas. Uh, And so, uh, you know, even in marriage, you know, our Marriage Monday topic was marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in marriage? On Tough Topic Tuesday with my special uh, guest, Bishop Oscar Marue, Marie Uh, He was a pastor of Nairobi Chapel. His uh, topic that we dealt with was living brave, not safe as followers of Jesus Christ. Uh, And then uh, we had Wisdom Wednesday, singles and romance. That was uh, quite interesting with uh, Shanda Corbett. Dr. Shanda Corbett was with us. She is the head of singles ministry in Columbia, Maryland. And then the uh, Theological Thursday yesterday, we talked about a walking in your spiritual authority. So what a good week we've had together. Let's bow in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for the week. Thank you for the comments and the questions and the conversation we have. We do believe that comprehension begins with conversation, and so help us to build those bridges of conversation today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen couple other ways to get a hold of me just in case uh, you want to. You can always go to Andersonspeaks.com, Andersonspeaks.com, and uh, get my blog and all that other information there. Or go to uh, my new favorite website is EmbraceGracism.com because it's there where you can learn what it means to be a gracist and what the seven sayings of Gracism are so please make sure you visit me at embracegracism.com. Now here in the studio, my phone number once again is triple eight four three bridge. All right, let's kick the show off in Silver Spring, Maryland with Ted. Hi, Ted. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir?
4: Thank you very much, Mr. Anderson. I'm just listening to your radio. And I have a question on behalf of uh, Sabbath. Uh, yeah. In the Bible, there are several places it tells about Sabbath. And Sabbath is uh, indicate as uh, Saturday.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh, on top of that, and uh, in Ten Commandments, one of the commandments. It says us to keep Sabbath as holy. Yeah. Nowadays, people are going Sunday. What is the, what is the point here? You know, which is which day is the Sabbath?
3: Okay, so you you make a very good point. So, the Sabbath day is a day of rest that the Lord has put in all of creation, right? And that was Saturday. Once Jesus rose again from the dead, the first century church really shifted it to Sunday morning as a day of worship because he rested on Saturday, if you will, crucified uh, Friday, uh, rested, if you want to call it that, on Saturday. But then he rose again on Sunday and so the day the day of the resurrection it seems is the time when the first century church then begins. The the I'm sorry, say again.
4: That the day where Jesus Christ rose is not a day of Sabbath. The Sabbath is a day is a different day than the day where the Jesus Christ rose.
3: This this is true. You can definitely argue that but I'm just telling you how it's you asked what about why is it shifted to Sunday? Uh this is what Uh, many people would say is that that day of rest and that day of reflection and that day of worship uh, shifted to Sunday because of being the resurrection of Christ. And then let me keep, keep going here because you may say, well, why the resurrection of Christ? Because the New Testament church is now focused on Christ as the Lord of the church. Jesus said that he is the Lord of the Sabbath. And so what some would believe then, Ted, is that when you are in him, you are in the Sabbath, and the Sabbath day is the only command out of the Ten Commandments that is not repeated uh, by the Lord or the Epistles in the New Testament. And so He is the the fulfillment of that, and so now He is our Sabbath, He is our rest. And so that's why when you get to 1 Corinthians 16, verse 1, the Apostle Paul would say, now about the collections for God's people, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money, keeping with your income. Basically, you're bringing your money to the church or the synagogue on the first day day. So it's sort of shifted for a lot of Christians on the first day. Now, do I think we still need to keep the Sabbath as a day of rest? I do think that we as Americans think you work five days and you get a whole weekend off. But the reality is you're supposed to work six days and you take one day and that day should be for rest and for worship as well. But legalistically, I don't think we have to keep the rules of the sabbath anymore and a lot of the pharisees had a lot of rules that they had with the sabbath the principle is rest hey listen i gotta run to this break ted thanks for calling for me uh from uh silver spring i'll be right back Dr. Anderson
0: would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this.
3: Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070.
2: And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is Multicultural Ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com or AndersonSpeaks.com.
1: Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: Hello, my friends. I'm back. Can't wait to connect with you my lines are open if you want to give me a call it's open phone in Friday what do you want to talk about do you have a question you have a comment you have a concern well my lines are open my number eight 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 four three two seven four three four eight 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 four three bridge. And uh, Grace, thanks for calling in to say hello. And for those of you who are on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. Delbert Pope is uh, is representing West Virginia. Appreciate you, brother. Karen Francis Smith, good afternoon uh, to you. Thanks for the comments on my my look as well as Angel Cartagena, my main brother in the ministry. God bless you, and uh, you always looking good too. So there you have it. For those of you who are not on Facebook Live, maybe you're listening on uh, W A. Uh, Va, well, um, I'm just glad that you've tuned in to me, so you don't, wanna, uh, you know, no road rage out there, okay? And, and just it's a Friday, chill out, take a deep breath. If you're on uh 695 in the Baltimore Beltway or 495 on the on the uh, D.C. Beltway or somewhere in between, guess what? You're going to get there, hang out with me. We'll just chill together, talk theology, talk life, and that'll make things a whole lot better than the person that just threw their finger up at you because maybe you didn't let them in or something, okay? Maybe they cut you off. Don't even focus on them. Let's focus on each other and the Lord together. Is that a good deal for a Friday afternoon? All right. I'm going to give you my number one more time, then I'm going to head on over to Frederick, Maryland. I haven't been there yet. 888 Four three two seven four three four. All right, let's go to Anonymous in Frederick, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you?
5: I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. So, what are you thinking today?
5: Okay. So, excuse me. I'm sorry.
3: That's okay. <sighs>
5: My niece just committed suicide last night.
3: Oh, no. Hmm.
5: And my concern is, um, you know, she was, I believe she had a demon in her, (laughs) Um, because that was not normally her to do something like that. Mm. And um, when, when someone does, when one does that, to, you know, I know there's grace with God. Yes. I guess I just—I know you don't really know whether she went to heaven or hell, but I don't know. I just need closure and peace with this whole thing.
3: Oh well, first of all, anonymous, I am so very sorry that this has happened. I know her parents must be just oh, so you. broken, and any siblings. How old was your niece? Oh,
5: forty-one.
3: Forty-one. The fact that she—that you would even call me the very next day. Uh, you know, I want to give you comfort. I want to give you prayer. And I know my listeners do as well. Now, let me just tell you something about eternity. Do you know if your 41-year-old niece, if she ever confessed to following Jesus Christ? Yes, she believed
5: in Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah.
3: She, she did. Okay. Um, yes. So you believe that she was a follower of his?
5: Um, I... No, we didn't live in the same state. We didn't really contact with one another every day or okay. every year. But um, I don't know, Dr. Anderson. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Um, I know she was really into the. Um, the. She was very into spirits. And huh. I think what happened was a demon attached to himself yeah. or herself onto yeah. her. Yeah. And, um Was
3: she in the drugs?
5: And I think that's. She. The first time, and she had
3: ten percent chance of living. And God's mm-hmm. grace was shown to her by yeah. surviving. Okay, so and um, well, it sounds like anonymous. We're dealing with somebody that has a serious mental disease in, in mental issue. You may be right. Spiritually, right. the enemy took advantage of that. She was surely troubled. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the good news. Yes, yeah. the Lord knows even troubled people whose minds are not right. He can be merciful. And we don't know if she if she did confess Christ, as you said. Even as a child, you know, he never leaves us. And he never forsakes us. So even when we leave him like the prodigal son, we're still his child. So if yeah. she did confess Christ, if she did come into a true relationship with him at any point in her life, just because she acted out or had a mental disease or got involved in, in drugs or even the enemy got a hold of her, All of that, the enemy got a hold of Peter, too, you know, and Jesus had to say, get thee hence behind me, Uh, Satan. He was speaking to, to the enemy who had gotten a hold of Peter. The enemy gets a hold of us sometimes. But the Lord can save us even in the midst of that. So I just want your heart to be encouraged that if she had trusted Christ, then she's with Christ now, no matter how she dies, whether it's a car accident, whether it's a plane crash, whether it's a long disease like cancer, a heart attack, or even if it's suicide, the way you die doesn't determine your eternity, even if it's suicide. All right. So I just want to encourage your heart there. We still have to trust the Lord because he knows all things. And uh, Genesis 18, oh, Genesis eighteen twenty five always encourages me. It says this, will not the judge of all the earth do right? That's it. You know, when we're talking about people who are dying, will not the judge of all the earth do right? In other words, we've really got to trust that God is the judge. And he will do right. Mm-hmm. He'll never condemn somebody yeah. who shouldn't be condemned. And he'll never let somebody into his kingdom uh, that uh, he doesn't want to let in. So we really got to trust the mercy and the grace of God. Is that helpful to you, Anonymous?
5: Very helpful. But I have one more quick question. Of course. You don't mind. Sure. Um, I believe, and I don't know if it's scriptural or not, but I believe when when one dies right away, either they're thosesables to heaven or hell is is that is that biblical?
3: I do believe that as soon as you die, you are uh in the per, in the presence of the Lord Christ or separated from him uh what all that looks okay. like like what hell and all that looks like? I'm not a hundred percent sure how it's populated uh when the devil will be thrown away for a thousand years and, and all of this other stuff. There's just a lot of details about hell that, that we don't have and when they get there and how long there are different degrees of hell too, you know, from, from the gospels we've learned in Matthew that there are different degrees, uh, you know, of hell and how hot it is and how bad it is and all that. But at the end of the day, what makes hell hell is that the presence of Christ is not there anymore. So that means the presence of hope exactly. is not there anymore. And that's the the worst thing about hell is that you're separated from the God of your soul and from the one who yeah. you, you would give you hope. Even when there's a sun shining outside, there's hope. Even if somebody doesn't believe in Jesus, they're getting all this grace of the wind and the trees and the mountains and all that beauty. That comes because the presence of God is here. Once the presence of God is taken away from someone's life, that hope is gone, and it's just a place of total uh, you know, destruction and, and death. So that's really terrible. Yeah. Heaven, on the other hand, is about the presence of Christ. So as soon as you die, absence from your body means presence with the Lord. Uh, and so that's the beautiful thing. So I believe that, too. Now, there are other Christians who don't believe it, and it's okay. Some Christians believe, Anonymous, right. that when you die, you just go to sleep, and you don't go anywhere until Christ comes back in the future, and then he's going to rise up those people, and then they'll go, because Paul talks about it being sleep, not necessarily death, those who are asleep in Christ. Well, here's the good news. Even if I'm asleep, if I don't know it, when I wake up, I'm going to see Christ. So either way, whether I sleep for a 1,000 years or whether I'm in okay. his presence for a 1,000 years, the good news is once I leave this oh. world, the next time I open my eyes, I'm in the presence of Christ, even if I have a nice nap. <laughs>
5: Hallelujah. All right. Oh, that's wonderful. Well,
3: thank you so much oh. I made my heart so happy.
5: Well, my heart is so heavy today. No, I'm sure. And I thank you so much for...
3: God bless you. Let, me, let me say a pr- yeah. Let me say a prayer for you right now, Lord. With all my listeners together, we lift up Anonymous and Frederick. We pray that her heart would not only be encouraged, but that her spirit would be lifted because we focused on you. We pray for those that are left behind and those that are hurting because of the loss of this suicide of her niece, and we do pray that your grace. And your wisdom and your comfort would be theirs today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank
5: you. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. God
3: bless you, Anonymous. May the Lord be with uh, you. Well, that's what we do here. It's uh, it's open phone and Fridays. I'd love to be able to connect with you. If you want to call me about anything, nothing is out of bounds today. We have 30 minutes together. So get in where you fit in, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Germantown, Maryland. I've got Margaret on the line. Hi, Margaret. Welcome to the show. How are you?
5: I'm fine. How are you, Doctor?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me today. How can I serve you? Oh,
6: I just got to say thank you for all you do. mm And please um, stay blessed.
3: Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind? That's, that's all I call for. That's all you called for, just yes. to encourage me and say thank you?
6: Yes. I listen to your show every day, but so today was the first time I called and I noticed I went to it. Mm. So I said thank you for all you're doing and stay blessed.
3: Aren't you kind? Well, thank you so much for doing that. That means a lot to me, okay? Thank you,
5: thank you very much.
3: Mm-hmm. Blessings to you. Wow, did you hear that? Kind of, it's really cool, right? That's all I really want is, uh, to know that uh, we're doing what God wants us to do. So when someone does that, just to call and say thanks, boy, that's like a currency, isn't it? So uh, thanks. I just got paid. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Let me give you the number one more time. I'm going to run to my break. And when I get back, I'm going to get to every single phone call that I can. So uh, this is the time where we we intersect through technology. So if you need to call, want to call, hey, I'm here, okay? 888 43 bridge. That's 888 43 Bridge. You're tuned into, you're watching, you're hanging out with Dr. DA. That's me. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's
5: the song of the redeemed, rising from the African plain. The song of the forgiven, drowning out the Amazon rain. The song of Asian believers, filled with God's holy fire. It's every tribe, every tongue, every nation, a love song born of a grateful quiet. It's all God's children.
2: Today, more than ever, it is imperative to offer your child a Christian education. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory now and forever. Amen. At First Baptist School of Laurel, this verse rings true in all that they do. Education is a partnership between the parents, students, teachers, and faculty. Let FBSL collaborate with you and provide your child with the best education and peace of mind found in a Christian learning environment. FBSL offers a rigorous bio- Bible-based curriculum, competitive tuition, before and after care, and a summer camp program, all in a safe environment with a loving Christ-like faculty. First Baptist School of Laurel is a Maryland state-approved non-public school. First Baptist School of Laurel prides itself on its small class sizes and offers classes that range from preschool three to the eighth grade. If this is what you are looking for in a school and would like more information or to begin the enrollment process, call 301-490-1076 or fbslaurel.com people say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash the truth is they're not lost they just exchange hands and the good news is by gaining the right kind of knowledge you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and more importantly act on them i'm pastor david mitchell founder of tradeway Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to
1: reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Sheraton Tyson's Hotel, July 20th and 21st. Only ninety nine ninety five for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
0: Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors.
1: Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day. To help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24 7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call 1 800 228 2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, Call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And
3: we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're not committed to a church this weekend, come on by Bridgeway community church. i got a special guest speaker I'll be introducing. I will be here uh, at my church in Columbia, Maryland. Our special speaker is Mr. James J.B. Brown. He is a CBS sports uh, uh, anchor. You've probably seen him many times when there's NFL football. You've seen him on 60 Minutes. Well, he's a committed believer to the Lord, and he's bringing a special message to the Bridgeway stage called Break the Huddle and Run the Play. That is this Sunday, February the 18th, 2000. In eighteen and of course, in the lobby after the services, I'm usually there to give you a, a hug and a big high five, especially for those of you who are listeners of the show so thanks a lot for those of you who are on Facebook, Karen Francine uh, Smith and Daryl Musgrove both of them said uh anonymous and uh, Frederick that they are praying for you so that's why I love the Facebook page because you can talk back to one another uh, even off the air, and I wanted you to know even though you lost your uh your loved one to suicide our listeners who are on Facebook are praying for you even even now big shout out to Alfred Scott Jr and Tina Jones thanks a lot for being online and then um also Patrick Ruffin says would would I speak to the killings in Florida so as you know this week there were um uh 17 kids in a high school that were killed uh, these are kids that are like our age of our children and our grandchildren. It's just so sad that a shooter goes in and then just sprays the place with uh with a weapon, an AR uh forty or fourteen, whatever it is. A, you know, it's just terrible that these automatic weapons uh can be used by civilians when they don't really need to be. Uh this is what, you know, I was in the army. Uh, we used to have M sixteens, remember those? But these AR forties are like that. And you don't need those for uh, you know, to be on the streets. And so I sure wish that uh, there was some kind of legislation to deal with that. Then you have the mental illness issue. That's a big deal, too. This child was troubled. He was a child himself, 19. You know, I've got an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old, you know. And uh, this child, for some reason, was troubled uh, and uh, went and start killing people. And that's just a terrible thing. And this is where we got to pray against evil and pray that the enemy does not get the hold of people's minds so they do – premeditate such tragedy. So we need to pray for them. And we also need to remember that, um, you know, God desires for us to be healers and to be empathetic. And so let's make sure we just pray for uh, those in Florida and all the families that are affected. So thank you, Patrick, for reminding me to speak uh, to that. Not a lot else to say uh, about it. Of course, I tweeted some things this morning. If you want to check out my Twitter, at Anderson Speaks and you can jump in on that conversation as well. All right, I'm going to go to uh, Dora. She's in Germantown, Maryland. So let me go there. Hi, Dora. Welcome to the show. How are you?
6: I'm fine, Dr. Anderson.
3: Thank you for calling. What's your comment or question?
6: Well, I just need um, I just need you to support me in prayer. So there's a lot going on um, within the past four weeks of my job. Mm-hmm. It's like Every corner I turn, it looks like I've done something wrong, mm-hmm. and i it's not a deal, but I'm getting in trouble. And then mm-hmm. to top it off, I have a niece, my sister's daughter, and my sister passed away um, several years ago, and my niece was in Ghana, so we had to leave her to stay on her own because we didn't have relatives there. Mm-hmm. And not on her own, but to leave her to stay with people. And she was abused so much. She went mm. through so much. And she's finally here. Mm. Only for us to find yesterday that her father died.
5: Mm. And
6: now, like, I mean, I'm so emotional because mm. we don't even know how to tell her. So she, she suffered uh, so much.
3: She doesn't know. It
6: looks like she's the only one, right, the only one among the cousins mm-hmm. who's going through so much. Mm-hmm. And so it's it storm all over me. I, I yeah. don't know what's going on. It looks like is work.
5: How
3: so old I is she? How old is she?
6: Well, she'll be 19. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in college now. So we're waiting mm-hmm. for her to complete her exams and then we can tell her.
3: Yeah. When is that going to be done?
6: Um, My sister thinks she's going to be back for Easter.
3: Mm-hmm. So
6: probably like March.
3: Mm. So you're saying that you won't let her know that her father died until March?
6: No, that's what my sister is saying. Yeah. And that's her decision because right now my niece lives with her. Yes, it is. And she yeah. said when my mom died, mm. she said when my mom died, she cried for 3 days and it was for her mom. Yes. She wasn't crying for my mom, but she was crying for her mom.
3: Yeah. So, I understand. Well, you know what, when when my dad died, half my tears were for my grief and the other half of my tears was for my mother. And so that is normal. Uh, And again, it's not your decision, it's her mother's decision, so we'll leave that alone. But I do want to pray for your family. Can I do that now? Yes, please. Thank you. Lord, together with my listeners, we lift up Dora in Germantown. We pray, Lord, that you'd encourage her heart and let her know that you see her and that you care about her and the concerns of her heart. We also pray for her niece, who has a lot of stress. And we ask, Lord, that you would be uh, an encouragement to the niece and that she draw close to you as well as the parents who have to make a decision uh, or the others that need to make decisions to tell her the bad news that her father has passed. We pray for healing in her life as well, not only for the niece, but we pray for healing of Dora in her job. We ask, Lord, uh, whatever's getting her in trouble, could you turn it around and move her from trouble to favor? We pray that you would give her favor and that she would work hard as unto the Lord And that there would be favor upon her from this day forward. When she walks into the job the very next time, Lord, might she have favor all over her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
6: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much.
3: God bless you. I'll be right back. (laughs)
0: when asked the question raised by her professor why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diglu Hailu answered in one of her essays like this I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good the greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia is a counselor and adjunct. Psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. That's
5: fine. Waterproofing before the water crisis.
3: most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 before
5: the water rises.
2: today is an encore presentation of a real talk with dr david anderson we're not taking your calls today enjoy the show Well, I'm back.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook Live. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there if you want to go there. Lisa Beasley says, got to go to work, signing out. Have a blessed weekend, everyone. So she'd been on for a while. Sometimes you got to just catch me while you have a few minutes at work. And so God bless you. Eugene Kennedy, you know, this is quite interesting. He says, patriotism and nationalism, can they be forms of idolatry? Uh, He says, noticing how many Christians will willingly set aside Christian values for the value of national pride. Well, I have to just say amen, and I agree with you 100%. Do not allow your patriotism or nationalism to become your Lord, and that's what happens sometimes. We're more committed to our national amendments than our spiritual commandments, and uh, it's so important to understand that what god desires is for us to follow his uh, spiritual commandments more than fighting for our our amendments which we love and we thank god for the constitution but some of us hold up the constitution uh sometimes more than more than the bible and so uh it's just so important to remember that uh god desires us to put him first in all things so big shout out to you, Eugene Kennedy. That's a good point. Hello, Felicia Johnson. Hello, Patricia Johnson and the rest of you on Facebook Live. Now I'm going to go back to the phone lines. Let me give you the number. 888-432-7434. Columbia, Maryland's in the house. Anonymous is on the line. Hello, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you?
7: Oh, hi. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call.
3: My pleasure. I love your show. Thank you.
7: Um, I have a bad connection if it's bad on your end just let me know and i'll okay. get off but um i just wanted to say to the poor woman who lost her niece to suicide yes ma'am um i know that kind of worry you have about their soul because my 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 mom's second husband when they divorced he mm-hmm. died shortly after that mm-hmm. uh, he was anyway it's a long story and just the whole relationship it started out wrong. A lot of things were wrong about, you know. I just really was troubled about mm. him because I thought, does he have his peace? I was, I didn't have any peace, mm. wondering if he had his peace.
3: I see, okay. You because
7: know, I wanted that for him. I, I yeah. Just, it was just horrible.
3: Yeah, yeah.
7: Um, and and we were out of town on vacation. We came back to church, and you know. The weirdest thing happened on Sunday. I was so comforted. God knows every thought, every hope and fear in your heart. Mm. Nobody could have told them to play the music with the composer, which was it's Mm. not it's a long story. But But your point is that
3: God used God used the service and the music that day to specifically minister to your heart, didn't he?
7: Yes, it's a weird thing because he wasn't—he was secular, but he was into Wagner. Mm-hmm, and there's okay. a there's a composer of hymns called Donald Wagner, okay. and both songs in it were Va- Wagner. I'm sure it was Donald Wagner, but that, it okay. said Wagner. and I was like, okay. that's his favorite composer. And hmm. also, his name was Phil, and hmm. they did Acts 8:26 uh, about Philip, hmm. and I was like, are you kidding me? Hmm. <laughs> God it's definitely talking knows. about Philip, and they're doing, you know, I was just like, God did not want me to worry about it anymore. Mm.
3: Well, praise the Lord, you know? and I know that's encouraging, Anonymous. Thank you so much. I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to keep moving, but I know that the uh, the other Anonymous from Frederick heard you, and I sure hope that that encourages her heart. God knows how to comfort us in a very specific way, doesn't he? Uh, let's go to Marcia in Washington, D.C. No, Hi, Marcia. Washington. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? <laughs>
4: I'm fine. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks Hello? for calling. What's your comment or question?
4: Yeah. Well, I have a daughter who's 16, mm-hmm. and she was human trafficked not once but twice. Hmm. And we're going through, um, well, she just doesn't want any therapy at all. Huh. Um, she's therapy out.
3: Did you adopt her? And
4: as a parent, I'm sorry?
3: Did you adopt this Girl,
4: no, she was human trafficked,
3: okay, so she got human trafficked even she's my though, daughter, even though she grew up in your home, yeah,
4: she's human trafficked uh, I didn't adopt
3: her I, okay, I understand. I was just wondering how that happened if she grew up in your home, and how did it happen twice? Many people who get trafficked it's because they they don't have a home that they're living in, so I guess I was just wondering how did that happen?
4: Well, when you have issues at home with her dad, mm-hmm. and you got low self-esteem issues, that's the first time.
5: Mm-hmm. Second
4: time around, she just got caught up again hmm. because of we didn't know it was um, sexual abuse in the home with the older brother. Uh-huh. We didn't know that. Uh-huh. So she was running away from home from the pain that oh, was okay. in the home that I, I didn't know about until... One pain brought out another pain, and that's how we got the understanding of what was going on in the home. Message.
3: I understand now. Is the home safe now?
4: Yeah, the home is very safe.
3: Okay, and how long has she been it's home? Just,
4: yeah, she's home. She's how, home. How it's long just,
3: has she been home? How long?
4: It's been about one or two, three years.
3: Okay, and now you want her to go through therapy, but she doesn't want to do it anymore.
4: She is. She doesn't want to go to therapy because she's therapy out. Yeah. Um, you know, we had the FBI information. Yep. We had, you know, that story again. Yeah. That court stuff. They caught the, ga- the man who did it the second yeah. time. You know, um, it's just.
3: So I'd give her he a had break. So much. Yeah, Marcia, I'd give going her
4: Going a- on. I do. I'd give her a but break. But it's just, we're
3: mm-hmm. still
4: left with home. You know, we Understand. still got to deal with the situation at home and how she, um, you know, go through her daily routine. Uh We know it's some some type of brokenness in there. Yeah. Um, She went to a place here in D.C. that does, called PIW, that has the um, help with that, that was issued by the court. But they
3: so tell me your specific tell me oh oh, i'm so sorry we cut you off i didn't mean to do that uh please give me a call back i want to hear what you have to say sorry marcia my question was what is your specific question because i'm getting the background but i also want to know if i might be able to zero in on a way to help you so give me a call back i'll get you right back up okay let's go to renee in washington dc hi renee how are you
8: I am well. Um, how are you? I just want to ask you a very quick question of how you sure. feel about something. Okay, so say if the church gets together and they say that they're going to go to like um, the beach or something like that, I just feel very uncomfortable. I just feel are very uncomfortable about the church members. I know you may sound stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's like seeing people in their swimsuits. And the thing that I was bringing up was, like, maybe people shouldn't wear bikinis. Or, but the thing about it is, it had happened before, and a lot of—I just want to know, how do you feel about churches getting together and going out to places like the beach? Okay. And— I just. I got your question. I I'm not going. Okay,
3: <laughs> I got your question. I don't think you should go because you'd violate your conscience. First of all, you don't feel comfortable people seeing you in a certain way, and I think a lot of people will probably feel that. Um, do, is, do I feel some kind of way about having a policy where churches can't go to the beach together? No. It is the responsibility of the right, church. Right. I don't. Uh, you know, it's the responsibility of the church members to conduct themselves in a way that's modest. Now, do I like uh, uh, seeing church folk in the bikinis? No, I don't. You know, if if sister so-and-so is there and I see her in a dress every Sunday and all of a sudden now she's walking across the beach in the k- bikini, th- that's a problem. Exactly. Y- y- you know, so I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm with you, you on it. So I'd be like, look, uh, you Thank know, you. already got to see other girls in a bikini right but now i don't want to be looking at you that way i don't know them but if i know you and okay. you walking around like that look you know i'm human and uh i might be like right either a oh wow i like sister so-and-so or the opposite ooh, yuck either way i shouldn't be seeing it so
8: right i don't know what the, well, one thing is i'm not going but i just think that <laughs>
3: And I'd be quiet Something about be it.
8: Like no bikinis, or consider- yeah. I don't know. No. Anyway, I'll let them do. Yeah. It. I'm about it, but I just exactly don't get no. you
3: can't you it. can't control it. I wouldn't even say anything about mm-hmm. it. I would just by your own self make your own decision and leave it alone. Don't even be a part of that drama. <laughs> All right, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me run to this break, my sister. Thanks for hanging with me. I'm coming back in just three minutes. You're tuned into Real Talk with Doctor David Anderson. Thank you.
2: Today, more than ever, it is imperative to offer your child a Christian education. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory now and forever. Amen. At First Baptist School of Laurel, this verse rings true in all that they do. Education is a partnership between the parents, students, teachers, and faculty. Let FBSL collaborate with you and provide your child with the best education and peace of mind found in a Christian learning environment. FBSL offers a rigorous Bible-based curriculum, competitive tuition, before and after care, and a summer camp program, all in a safe environment with a loving Christ-like faculty. First Baptist School of Laurel is a Maryland state-approved non-public school. First Baptist School of Laurel prides itself on its small class sizes and offers classes that range from preschool three to the eighth grade. If this is what you are looking for in a school and would like more information or to begin the enrollment process, call 301-490-1076 or fbslaurel.com. Sell your home fast and for more money. That's exactly what Christy Moore
3: of Local Expert Realty did for some happy clients in Arlington.
2: Don, we met this couple who had their house on the market for 272 days with another agent and it didn't sell in one of the hottest areas of Arlington. They followed all of our advice and our plan to a T and the home was ready to put on the market in three weeks. We sold it in six days for $6,000 more than the previous list price where it failed to sell. Many sellers think anyone can sell a house in this market and the reality is that over 40 percent of homes that went on the market didn't sell last year on average over the last 12 years 95 percent of our listings have sold and we normally beat the market by over twenty-six thousand dollars. if you want to make
3: sure your home sells and doesn't sit call christy moore of local expert realty because she will
2: sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it call 866-404-5858 866-404-5858 certain conditions or exceptions may apply and now, today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffers. James said it this way about the brevity of life. James 4.14, he said, You do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor. That Greek word, atmos, means a mist. You are just a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. The Apostle Peter observed, 1 Peter 1.24, All people are like grass. And all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall. As one preacher in the deep south said, Life is like grass. It is sown. It is grown. It is mown. It is blown. And then it's gone. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com.
3: And what a blessing it is when you bless us. So I appreciate whatever you're able to do. All right, let me go right back to the phone lines. We lost Marcia before, but we got her back. So, Marcia, I'm back to you. Are you there? Marcia, are you there? Going once, going twice? Yes, I'm here. Okay, great. My question was
4: just how to better help her.
3: Okay, uh, let's see. Remind me really quickly how to better help who? My a sixteen year old daughter who, who had been trafficked house. twice, right? Okay. Right. Already, I mean, she's already therapy, the therapy. Yeah, so she's already therapied out. You just gotta give her a safe place at home, love on her, uh, give her some rules, all right, and treat her just like a normal sixteen year old. That's the bottom line. Which means you're gonna have fights, you're gonna have issues, you're gonna get attitude. But that's normal. Oh, yeah. That's sure normal. Knows. But <laughs> other than
4: still going ongoing
3: battle. Yeah, other mm-hmm. than that though, I wouldn't do much else. I mean, do y'all go to church as a family? Yes. I'd get, you know, I'd get your church on, let the spirit of God work. You just got to give these teenagers space. Now, all that other stuff that's going on in her, she's going to go to therapy later in her life anyway. All right. Cause it's going to come back up. Mm-hmm. But I understand the idea of getting therapied out. Sometimes you just can't talk about it anymore. You want to forget about it. Let right. her forget mm-hmm. about it and let her just be a teenager. That's my two cents. Okay. Okay. All right. Blessings well, to you. thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thanks for getting getting back to me. Okay, let's see if I can get Moses in real quick. Moses in Silver Spring, you're my last caller. I've got about a minute. Tell me what you're thinking. Moses, are you there? Going once. Going twice, okay, gone. Sorry, my friend, get get a hold of me again. I'm back on Monday, uh, Marriage Monday. And again, if you are uh, not in church anywhere this week, come on by Bridgeway Community Church. You can get more information at bridgeway.cc. That's bridgeway.cc. And we've been talking, you know, today about many different things. And just hear this word from me. Uh, I am a voice of encouragement to you to remind you, this is all, that God is bigger than your issues. Uh, and that God can be there for you no matter what it is you're going through. He forgives you, he loves you, and he's working with you and working on you. It may take a while, but that's all right. He's committed to it. He's the God of eternity. He's not going to cut you off and say, I'm through with you. So that's the good news. God doesn't cut off his people, and God doesn't treat his people the way his people treat him. God treats you in line with his character, and he's the one that said, I will never forsake you or leave you or abandon you. I will treat you so much better than any other man or any other woman or any other human being has ever treated you. He is God, your father. And I hope you hold on to that Friday word from your, in this minute, your pastor for just a second. Uh, Take that word in, okay? Hey, let's pray together. Lord, thank you for your good kindness. You are a good, good father. Forgive us when we're not good, good children and help us to be the best that we can be in you. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen and Amen.
5: Father, help your children.